0: what is going on guys and welcome to the maker made podcast the pod about woodworking content creation running a business and whatever else we come up with hosted by myself tyler of westfall woodco and my best friend brian from dogwood custom builds you can find us on instagram youtube and tiktok thanks for listening hope you enjoy Yo 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 yo! What's
1: up, baby? Episode sixteen. What's up, my brother? How oh, you doing? I
0: am in a good mood. I'm excited. I'm happy to be here. Happy to be back in the rhythm of things. I know we talked about that a little bit last week, but man, it feels good, doggy. I love chatting with you, man. Back in the saddle. How are you, about? yeah <clears throat> Why are you so good? excited today? You just in a good I mood. Don't just in a good mood which is uh, always nice uh dealing with a little bit of technical dif- difficulties as we got into the studio here but hopefully we've worked through them um other than that i'm in a good mood i had a very rough day i had a very rough week actually so far it is wednesday at the time of filming or recording rather
1: um but can't let it get you down you know what's that song Chumba wumba, tub thumping. I get knocked down, but I get up again. You <laughs> come. You have the
0: weirdest references, bro. Have you ever noticed that you just like pull out references from like the weirdest
1: things? It's a steel trap, man. Can't can't get much past me. <laughs> I um, love it. Shoot, uh, yeah. Hopefully, these technical difficulties are worked out because if not, they're just gonna hear you talking to yourself for the entire episode. <laughs> or they won't Without. even hear
0: the episode. He won't post it probably. So if you're hearing this, uh, thanks for listening to episode 16. We're very thankful to have you here. We're having fun with what we're doing, so I hope you guys find some uh, enjoyment from this.
1: And if you're hearing this, then both audio's uploaded properly, and we're good to go. <laughs> Let's get it.
0: <laughs> but yeah, uh, to answer your question, doggy, like I, uh, to be honest, had a very rough day. It's been a very rough week. I had a project that was very taxing on me, but not going to let it get me down. Your face cheers me up, not going to lie. I just never get tired
1: of hearing that. <laughs> How are you, brother? Um, How
0: was your day? How was your week? Fill us in.
1: <laughs> it's so boring. Help me. Uh, I'm doing a lot of cutting boards right now. Uh, tons of doing that chaos cutting board uh, that I started, and talk to Zach Kess about that one to get some insight because he's done them a bunch. So,
0: so real quick, what is? Uh, two questions actually. Before you go any further, mm-hmm. um, why are you making cutting boards? Do you have another market coming up or something? Or you? Just no, I
1: just. I I don't have a ton of space in my cousin's shop and I don't have access to all of my tools right now. Mm -hmm. And so these are like the easiest things that I can actually make with the allotted space.
0: So you're just making a make?
1: Yeah, yeah. And I've always wanted to do the chaos pattern, so.
0: Gotcha. And second question is, what is a chaos board? (laughs) Have you ever seen them? Or no, are you just... (laughs) I don't know. I think I've heard of it before. I don't. It's. It's. I know. It's like when there's a. It's like no pattern. It's just. It's. Is it end grain? Are they always end grain boards? Yeah, they're always end grain. Okay. And, well, f- for those of you listening at home, doggy is holding up an Etsy listing on his phone, and it is for a chaos board, and it does look very chaotic, so it does live up to the name.
1: Yeah. So just a bunch of different cuts, end grain. You, you know, reverse the pattern, cut different widths. All, just way a bunch of different ways to. Uh, to get it done uh, i'm not doing it the way that a lot of other people like zach do it um but we're getting it done it's gonna be chaos who but needs to listen the
0: smart people with experience bro
1: yeah mm-hmm. overrated <laughs> um what are you up to what was your uh, your headache today that you had to deal with
0: <sighs> well so i was doing this project for a it was a referral from another client who's been very uh uh, good to me, so I assumed that this new guy would also be very good to me, so I wanted to take care of this project for him that he asked me, and it's something that I wouldn't normally do. Ironically, I've done the project before. It is something I've talked about before where I was capping uh, or basically making some like faux beams, so you know like the cool rustic ceiling beam type things? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy wanted those done, except I was going to be capping some uh, exposed structure Roll structural beams of the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. No idea why he didn't just drywall over them, but that's neither here nor there. He's a house flipper. Whatever. Got it. <clears throat> he wanted them to be modern and not rustic. So, I mean, for those of you listening at listening at home, you can get away with a lot of mistakes and blemishes with the farmhouse look. You know, <laughs> like just pass rustic it off farmhouse cutting board. Yeah, it's just pine. Mm-hmm, but uh, so this one had to be more modern and stained white, so you can't really fix a lot of blemishes, you know, um, and the crazy part is that one of these beams was 27 feet long. Hmm, oh, wow. That's... How,
1: how tall is it? How deep was the beam?
0: Nine inches tall, or I'm sorry, yeah, nine inches tall, six inches wide, twenty six, twenty seven 27 feet long. Hmm, God. So this is like no joke, right? What material did you use? Uh, I originally was going to use hardwood, probably like alder or ash. Um, I had to pivot because I couldn't get the material I wanted in the time I needed. Mm. Um, so I went with plywood and I made it in multiple sections, obviously, for transportation purposes. And just plywood comes in eight foot sheets. So there's nothing really I can do
1: there. They don't have 27 uh, foot sheets of plywood.
0: No, apparently not, <laughs> dude. I, I thought I uh, could could order that up, but uh, no dice. So anyway, couldn't get into the house until Monday of this week to get measurements. He gave me rough measurements, but that was just for quoting purposes. I wasn't going to go off of them to make sure that you know it was a nice finished product or nice, nice polished measurements. Obviously, yeah. so I went out there on Monday. I was going to do that, come back to the shop, build them on Monday, install them on Tuesday. Um, that did not go as planned. It took me a lot longer to build them than I sp- suspected. Um, so they got dragged out and then install came yesterday and, uh, you know, got them all test fitted, put them up in the, in the ceiling and then realized that the drywall on the ceiling was like wavier than the Pacific. Okay. So when I would put my, uh, faux beam up there, the nice straight edge of my beam was, was good, but the, you could really see the drywall. It looked like it wasn't. Oh my gosh! It was we actually so talked bad.
1: about that one of our first couple episodes when uh, we put like the leveler feet on tables just for mm-hmm. like if someone else's floor doesn't look good, it makes your table actually look not good. Um, Absolutely. Also, you keep saying faux beams. It's really funny because Charlie, uh, that word F A U X, he pronounces it fox.
0: <laughs> fox beams, dude. Fox yeah, beams. I made hello fox beams recently.
1: I just had to throw that in there because he was making fun of me the last couple of days, and I haven't had much to fire back. So, I take my shots when I can. <laughs> That's um, great. And did you you stain them right?
0: Yeah. So, and I couldn't stain them until they were in place because I made them in different mm. sections. So I had to fill the, you know, if there was a the tiniest bit of gap or a seam, I had to wood fill or caulk it um and then i stained them while they were in place so i spent the last 16 hours with my hands above my head um with a paintbrush and wiping it down with a cloth you know the whole nine yards 27 feet long luckily it was only like eight foot ceiling, so i could pretty much reach up there without any kind of ladder or steps or anything but man it was exhausting and it took way longer than expected as, as get... projects go as they go yeah. right And, you know, the moral of the story really is I got done, which is great. Very, very happy to be done with it um, and get paid for it, obviously. Uh, Client's happy. I'm happy, whatever. Um, But I think that I've come to terms and the conclusion that I will never take on another project that has to have like an away from my shop install. I just Mm. don't think I want to do it. The only time that I would make an exception is if it was like a cool built in like media center or something.
1: But it would have to be really high dollar and really worth it. Because then you're get, in like three episodes, you're going to be doing like a building console, and you're like, it took way longer than expected, and I'd run <laughs> back to the shop. Yeah. Um, but I feel like there's like, I mean,
0: that, that type of thing is much easier. So I've done something similar to this job with making some floating shelves that were going to fit into a pre existing nook. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure I talked about it on the show as well and complained about it because you just can't rely on the freaking houses to be square, you know? yeah my work is square the houses however are not and i think the biggest problem too is like i approached it as a woodworker not a like contractor
1: uh, like you know what i mean i mean as a woodworker it's like we we bring our stuff to the table or to the house and we leave it we like drop it off and go mm-hmm. like yeah I, I yeah it's tough with the whole install and especially overhead how, how tall were the ceilings did you say eight feet wait that's it's pretty short and they're having like a six inch like faux beam coming off of it
0: mm-hmm Ooh,
1: that yeah so seems it's really
0: low it's nine inches so I mean eight feet so that's 96 minus nine that equals 87 inches but I'm not that tall
1: <laughs> no 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 I'm not saying like that I'm saying that just seems low for the house.
0: Oh, yeah they're low like, ceilings. It's an like older house can, like, too
1: as you see, you could like reach your hand up and like touch the ceiling
0: yeah uh, i I could get on my tippy toes and touch the ceiling okay. for sure huh okay but, like I was, the the bottom face of the beams I was able to just stand on the ground and brush on the stain, you know, yeah, um, and I could have done the
1: sides as well. It was just easier to get on a stool though dude I'm telling you I was i I had this impression that this was like a fort like twelve or like fourteen foot ceiling. Mm-hmm. and like the yeah. beams were super far away that that makes it even harder because on those really far ones if you look closely like gaps aren't necessarily filled because they're so far away no one sees it yeah um, for sure but you're you're up close and personal how'd you how'd you mount how did uh nah, words how did you <laughs> mount it to the beam
0: um they actually uh i got them to fit pretty snugly onto the beam like they could have easily just friction fit there um, But I put a uh, screw on each end of each oh, then, okay, each beam, and then I fired some brad nails in the middle just to make sure that it stuck really nicely. You, uh, it could have just friction
1: fit, but you didn't have enough liability insurance for <laughs> for that. <laughs> yeah,
0: that would have been dumb to leave. it like that, to be honest. But um, yeah,
1: we got it done, brother.
0: And uh, that's, that's honestly all I want to talk about about that, because I'm in a good mood and I want to keep it rolling.
1: Okay. I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm.
0: I got oh I I am excited about a commission I got in recently. I've been talking with, I actually, I think I've talked before about my my biggest like business source of like getting jobs is through word of mouth and referrals. Mm-hmm. So this fella that I did the um, I talked about it in a past episode about the golf course pergolas or gazebos that I finished. Yeah, he referred me to this guy with the beams. And this guy with the beams referred me to a guy who wanted a barn door made. It's gonna be okay. a pretty big barn door. I'm excited about it.
1: Want to tell more about it, or
0: that's, that's pretty it. It. <laughs> There's Nothing really cool about it. I mean, it's just a barn oh, door. Sorry.
1: Let's uh, we'll cut that out, and I'll go. Wow, that's so cool. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> I'm really excited about it. I mean, I've only done the council barn door council. That's cool that you're actually. Doing a door is it like a bedroom door? Is it over a bathroom inside of a bedroom?
0: Yeah, it's uh, for a, a bathroom door inside a master bedroom. Okay, I'm going to a condo in central Phoenix, so that'll be a fun one. Okay, you excited to go uh install
1: in the client's house? Oh my god, I didn't even think about that. Shoot,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did not think about that. That's a little different, I guess. That one's a little more basic. Although, the first time I installed a barn door, it was not very basic. Gosh dang it. I'm going to go give this guy his money back, dude.
1: <laughs> I'm in danger.
0: <laughs> but uh, what about you? What about you? You got anything exciting to talk about?
1: No. The the house hunt continues. Continuing to work on that. Uh, but spending a lot of time on Pinterest looking at, like, oh, that's a little like coffee bar rolling cabinet. Like I'll put that in the house when I have one. And then there's like, oh, I like this outdoor bar style. I'm going to put that in the house when I have one. So screenshotting a lot of pictures, I think majority of this year, once I move into a place, uh, you know, move out of my cousins, uh, will just be projects for myself and for the house um, to try to get it furnished with stuff I like and take that as an opportunity to make things that I don't always make. Like, I'm not going to make myself a farmhouse trestle table for my kitchen. Like, (laughs) I I don't want to do that. Uh, Same goes for, like, coffee tables. I want them to be unique. So that's that, man. It's pretty boring, though. I've got some epoxy coming in the mail. I want to start doing some pours while I can. And uh, just getting after it. Oh, that's the other thing. So in Monterey, I had epoxy in my – I poured epoxy in my garage. And it took, like, four and a half days five days to come out of the mold because the temperature was so low
0: Mm
1: -hmm. you pour here. It's cured hard the next day because of the The temperature and humidity. Uh, yeah. At an inch thick.
0: Interesting. I mean, that's cool, but I I guess it's been a long time since I worked with deep pour epoxy out here, but I mean, freaking everything dries fast out here. It's crazy.
1: I always, and actually Zach might be the reference for that, but, uh, I wonder if that impacts the hardness of it. Like, if the longer cure makes it, like, go through the chemical reaction better. Um, I
0: don't know. but I would... Well, I feel like, I mean, yeah, absolutely, Zach would be a better reference for this. But I feel like you can't, like, tool it. Like, you couldn't sand it after a day. Like, I don't think that would go over well. Probably not. I, yeah. yeah I, you might be able to pull it out of the mold, but I still
1: wouldn't touch it for another couple of days. With yeah. deep pour, at least. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so other things for me like, um, most of the houses here are like three bedroom, two baths. So the idea is like bedroom, guest bedroom slash office. And then the last one's going to have like a little epoxy, like a table for pouring epoxy so I can keep it inside, uh, regulated in terms of temperature. So, I mean, that'd be sweet. Not really. I don't need to do that because I don't do a lot of epoxy, but um it that that third room is going to kind of be a flex room um so yeah it's exciting hope
0: for sure for sure for sure for sure that's a uh, pretty dang cool um and i think uh it's about time we should mention uh one of our sponsors for today's episode and that is jobber jobber thanks so much for sponsoring today's episode um, very excited to be working with this brand, Jobber, is someone that I personally have worked with for six or seven months now, and it has been awesome. Not only, you know, just that they're willing to work with me, but the program itself is nuts. It's been an absolute game changer in my business.
1: So for those that haven't used it, like me, uh, what does that, what does Jobber do? What does it look like? How do you interact with it? How does it? is it like implant on your website does your website get created through jobber um like how, how does that all work because um, i i have no truly no conception of what jobber even looks like other than what they post on the instagram the instagram
0: yeah so jobber is a crm software or customer relationship management service um they really have a wide array of i guess services that they can provide for you. Um, kind of like you mentioned, there is a jobber can integrate to your website and it can be a request form. So someone can go on your website and if they want an epoxy table made, they'll go in there, they'll put in their information, you know, first, last name, address, even um, tell you a little bit about what they're wanting. They're wanting a quote on a table send in their information. And then you can also, the way mine is set up is you can pick like two times that work for you for me to call you back and talk about your project, which is really cool. Hmm. And then when I call them, I got all the information right in front of my face. And I mean, like that's just one thing that they do. Um, I use Jobber for all my invoicing, scheduling jobs, client communications is really big. Um, Having them sign contracts with their invoices. Yeah. Um, Yeah.
1: So user-friendly. Yeah, we talked a little bit about the uh, the invoicing and, and um, agreements uh, a couple episodes ago, um, but I'm still like, so it's, it doesn't have to be integrated to your website. Like you could get your own separate job or link that, for example, you could put in your Instagram bio that people would click on.
0: Oh, yeah. And yeah, like that. That's just one part. That's just
1: one. That's just one
0: feature of the software. Like you know, one cool thing that is, you can have it integrated in your website. But yeah, you can also like if someone texts you and they're like, "Hey, I got your number from so and so," um, you can be like, "Cool, here's a link. Click on this and fill out your information," um, and then you have all their information right there for future contact and for a reference later on down the road. It's pretty cool, and I just think that it is provided not that feature alone but the whole software of jobber has honestly like helped me take my business to the next level as stupid as that sounds mm-hmm. but it's the truth like i get so many compliments on how good my invoices look
1: and my quotes and all that stuff people love it well so you said it's a game changer what do you think is the best part of it for you and your business like what's your favorite part of it
0: Something that's like really cool to me, um, and I guess it's not technically an answer to your question, but when I type out a quote and I send it off to a client, it notifies me when a client views it, which kind of is cool to me because oh, okay. like if they if they take a while to respond, I can kind of be like, hey, like is there any questions you had or, okay, and I know that they opened it, you know, okay, but it just makes sending quotes so easy. They look professional. They do automatic follow-ups with people who haven't responded to you or haven't, you know, made a deposit. And like the reason I say it's taking my business to the next level is because I truthfully believe that sending invoices through Jobber or quotes has won me more jobs. Like it's it's been that tipping point for someone to, you know, go with me over a competitor or make them feel more comfortable about working with a small business. Some people kind of get weird about that, you know? Yeah. Like they're like, uh, kind of i just met you on facebook seems kind of scammy but it really helps you like look professional look legit you know yeah and it's so affordable like you might as well give it a go and i i I hate going on a spiel like that and then pushing you guys to go through a link that we promote but doug and i are pretty firm on only supporting products that we truthfully believe in and this is no exception like i use it every single day i have a tab open on my computer right now for a job where I was just I just sent off an invoice for that barn door that we talked about so mm-hmm. and doggy I know that I assume you plan on checking it out once you get back into taking on client work yeah, and stuff
1: that's that's absolutely the goal um so no personal experience with my business using it um but I've heard a lot of testimonies about it and um once I kind of get my feet planted here uh, in Tennessee I'm going to hit them up and uh, set up an account and get, get rolling with it because it really looks like the next deal, the next deal, For sure. the real deal. That'd,
0: that'd be a smart move. And then one
1: last thing I want
0: to mention about it, I don't want to keep this going on too long, um, something that made me really excited to work with Jobber is I actually signed up for a free trial account. And the same day that I signed up for the two weeks free trial that they offer you, I got a call from a real person who genuinely wanted to help me get my account set up make sure I learned all the software, learned all the futures that it had, and used it to the best uh, uh, that my business would benefit from. And that, to me, was so worth it. You know, I had someone who was willing to take more than an hour of their day to walk me through every single step of this process, fill out all my information all that jazz. So I'll leave it at that. You guys can uh, now make an informed decision on if you'd like to try out Jobber. I highly suggest you do. Um, if you do, please follow the link in my bio. It'll get you a free two-week trial and 20% off your first six months. So That's all I'll say. We can move on from that. We'll we'll put a link in the bio, um, but definitely go check it out and see what it's all about. For sure. And thanks again, Jabber, for sponsoring today's episode.
1: Thanks, Jabber. Speaking of sponsors, let's talk about our other sponsor, Grabo, who has been a amazing, amazing supportive sponsor uh, of the show thus far. Um, but we use them when I was moving. What, like? <clears throat> sorry, I have the uh, the seasoning salt in my throat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you better leave that in.
1: <laughs> um, no, but when I moved from Monterey to Tennessee to Memphis, uh, I used that grabo a ton. And it was during the graduation weekend when my brother and dad were both in town. Actually, a lot of people were in town, um, but like. It was like my bar cart, which is like fifteen pounds, and my dad's like, "I think we could grab all that. I think we could grab all that." Um, like it was a Pop big a dog. hit. Yeah, they it was. Um, I mean, it really does. It makes a huge difference. Um, the I posted twice about it with those metal cabinets that I move. Um, I I can't even exaggerate how heavy those cabinets are. Um, and they're so mm-hmm. dense and so awkward to carry. And getting, like, really nice, comfortable handles on the sides makes the world of a difference. Um,
0: oh, yeah. So invaluable, dude. Like, I was just looking at it, I mean, it even looked a little awkward with the Grabos.
1: But there's no chance you could have moved that on your own without them, to be yeah. honest with you. I Well, I got them into my truck. And uh, when I first got them two years ago and hurt my back really bad for, like, <laughs> a week. Um, <laughs> like, really bad. So, it definitely... Relieves that tension. Grabo is
0: some sick technology, dude. Like that thing is kind of like you said, like your dad. Like, I find excuses to use it oh, for yeah. like, worthless things. <laughs> but also, that thing. So, <clears throat> I recently invested in the SawStop Stop uh, router table wing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I put it on the left side of my saw. Uh-huh. So, I also invested in the 52 inch rip capacity because yep. I do so much plywood work and it's just really nice having that extra capacity. Um, but with the combination of those two things, it has made plywood cutting like full sheets so much easier. And then you throw in a grabo to the mix, man. Oh, baby. Like I don't up. drop any sheets anymore. I don't have to awkwardly lift things. And my back has never felt better. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um...
0: You can also work out with it, as we uh, learned in Monterey when me and Haley were out there helping Doggy pack up the pod we uh he threw on the uh two grabbos onto the metal side of the pod and did some pull-ups with it i think that's uh featured up on the gram still if that you guys want to take a peek see at it it's actually one of our best performing videos on the podcast how does that make you feel do you feel like a fitness uh uh influencer now
1: yeah i just uh i stopped at five but i can do like 50 or 60 just so people know easy he wasn't even shaken dude <laughs> yeah i love those grabos. i I mean, when I was in home remodeling, this thing, these would have been amazing because we would set granite uh, every day and you have like the little rubber like suction cups and you would have to like metal, metal handles that look like the Grabo with two rubber suction cups on either side and um, you'd have to manually tighten them up. But there was no way to tell if they were losing their suction. So at any like at any major point like we're in the hallway we're turning we're about to lower it you have to like hit the metal of every single one to see if it slides at all and if it, if it slides you have to re suction it um like, <laughs> nerve wracking it, it is so like if you have a grabo that automatically continues to suction like you don't have to worry about that um, well and it has a
0: digital readout on
1: tells the you how much pressure the... The... yeah. Did you just say that? If I did, I totally... Didn't. No, no, you didn't. Um, okay. But it is so... Um, would have been really nice back then. And I'm sure the company I worked for uh, would have uh, would have loved those things. Because we set a lot of granite.
0: Yeah, I mean, that just... I mean... Yeah, and if you check out their Instagram, grabo.tools, you'll see, I mean, hundreds of uses. Like, people use them to lay stones, uh, pavers, tile glass moving granite like doggy said oh my lord possibilities are endless endless
1: what are you looking forward to this week thursday friday because this is a wednesday recording so what are you looking at looking forward to thursday friday and saturday so
0: uh i'm excited that i kind of got a relaxed last few hours and plan on doing the same the next couple hours tonight um, tomorrow, I do have to wake up bright-eyed and bushy-tailed to work on a project over at that golf course with the mm-hmm. gazebos that I talked about. Um, they need a little more work. Um, well, you have a lot of free time since the Suns aren't playing anymore, right? Yeah. D- to be, to be it, very depressing as it is, um, it's very nice in terms of productivity and efficiency <laughs> that yep. that's not going on anymore because that took like four Afternoons slash evenings out of my week every yeah. week you know yeah but uh that stressing is over now it ended in very poor fashion uh, very unhappy with the suns right now but it is what it is <laughs> you know the bucks got eliminated too so uh don't think you're too wow. snappy yourself big guy <laughs> I'm not a I'm not actually a big bucks fan at all but the Grizzlies aren't the grizzlies still alive you tell me I think they just got eliminated actually yeah they're n- no longer in.
1: I was just going to go grab my Grizzlies zip up.
0: But yeah, so uh, I'm going to the golf course bright and early tomorrow morning for a few hours. Um, they have some epoxy work that needs to be done. I'm doing a, some flood coats on some tabletops, so that'll be interesting.
1: Who are you going to call? Hmm? Who are you going to call for epoxy I'm gonna go. Help?
0: Actually, I'm going to go listen to episode 14, I believe it was, with Zach Hess <laughs> yep. and get a, a epoxy refresher course. Um,
1: if you ever work with epoxy, you should go check out that episode. Or if you've never worked with epoxy and you want to... Go check out that episode um, absolutely. Flood coats are tough, um, but it'll all be okay,
0: yeah, and then um that'll be kind of tomorrow morning type stuff and then the afternoon and Friday will be uh, I made this new contact recently she is she runs a warehouse that takes in returns from like big furniture stores. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you about this already? No, not yet. So she, like, particularly specializes in getting in these, like, very high-end tabletops. She gets tabletops that are missing legs or had broken legs or something like that. So she contracted me to make, uh, I think we're starting off with five table bases. So she has, like, five different random tabletops that she needs bases Mm. made for. So I'll be making them from scratch, and I'm going to be starting that on Thursday and Friday. So that'll be really cool. Um, She gets them for free. She gets the tops for free. And then, you know, her expenses paying me for the base. And then she sells them to other furniture stores or consignment shops or wherever. She says that people pay like six, seven, eight, like up to $10,000 for these tables. I don't remember the name. It was like Canadell or something like that. I don't know if you've ever heard of that or not. No. Yeah, Canadell Handcrafted Furniture. It's really high-end stuff like dining tables worth several thousand dollars. So
1: you're, it's pretty are you are cool t- you're we worked out a like good the f- words. you're talking about like the new f- tables are not dent and scratched are $10,000 and then she's right, reselling. Right, right. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so uh pretty
0: cool pretty cool little partnership that I uh, got going there. I hope it uh keeps working out because she's got I went out to her warehouse and she literally has like 80 tabletops just waiting for bases and she says that she has customers like lined up waiting for them too. So like as soon as I get these bases done, she's got them sold immediately. Let's get it.
1: Uh, that was yeah, through so, the uh, golf course? No, that's completely unrelated actually. Okay. I mean, <laughs> no, I mean like I didn't know if the contact was through them or not. Uh, how'd no, you, yeah. how'd you, Unru- uh, how'd you unrelated. get connected to them? On Facebook actually, um, like she posted
0: uh, I think it was like a local maker group. She posted something in there and got like no responses. And I somehow found it like five days later and I messaged her and then I was like, Oh, like this is going to be a cool little $6,000 deal. No problem. (laughs) I don't know how no one reached out to her, but very thankful that no one did. And then I got it. So that's fun. Nice. Um, And then it's going to be a pretty relaxing weekend. Might get some golf in actually for sure. Going to get some golf in and then, uh, Monday will come pretty soon. What about you? You got anything uh, fun coming up?
1: Nothing. Oh, that's not true. Uh, If this is recording on Friday, I'm going back to uh, California on Friday. Friday morning. For why? Uh, For Ari.
0: I want to see the old ball and
1: chain. (laughs) Um, No, so I'm going back uh, Friday to Monday. She has a dance competition that I'm going to go watch and then back here and back at the grind
0: how's the job going anything changed from uh, last week you do you uh, on to any bigger and better stuff or is it the same old same old
1: uh, i was actually in an interview today uh, so basically there's like these documents that lay out what these units do and then we read the documents and then we call the units to see if the work they're actually doing lines up with what they're supposed to be doing per like law and and then we try to find if it's like optimal amount of people there or not so it's not like riveting exciting stuff Um, it's necessary work um but it's not like exciting to talk about Uh, but i'm finally starting getting engaged in that process so it'll pick up here soon enough
0: nice i'm happy for you
1: yeah don't want my brain muscles to atrophy and get weak
0: So uh, should we wrap this puppy up and call it a day? Yeah, let's wrap it up. That was a good time. Cool. All right. Well, uh, as per usual, thank you all so much for listening. Um, Please, uh, I think we need to go back into uh, asking for questions. I think that we Mm -hmm. want to start fielding some more of those. That will, one, give us content for the show, and two, give us a chance to connect with y'all, which is something that we really enjoy doing. Thank you all so much for the support following us on Instagram, mine and doggies and the podcast Instagram. Mm -hmm. Don't forget about that. Uh, We actually crossed over 500 followers recently. I think we should uh, kick off a giggle giveaway here soon, but I don't know. I'm down down for that. Check out the gram. might see something new, uh, something fun and exciting pop up there soon, but
1: please check out the Instagram. We'd love to hear your questions. We want to hear your questions, and like Ty said, I think we're going to do a giveaway here coming up soon, so check Instagram for some more details on that one.
0: Thank you so much to Jobber and Grabo again. If you guys haven't already, please go check out both of those companies, amazing supporters of us here at the show, and great companies to uh, follow along with and work with. So on that note, I think we will be peacing out of here.
1: Peace. Peace.